2: with the first pick took some really big thinkers in town to say hey there's nothing that we can't do here kc sports network presents the stories behind how the nfl draft came to kansas city
0: it opened a door unlike anything we've had join marlia campbell on the new storytelling channel at kcsn
2: How do we sell and share what Kansas City is all about? I'm going to work like hell to make sure we share the best, but it means that we have to be near flawless. We deserve this. We deserve this. And uh, we are going to host one hell of a party. Hear from a few of those who made it happen, like Kathy Nelson, Quentin Lucas, and Greg Graves. And now,
0: here's Marlia Campbell.
1: As we told you in part one, a small committee had begun the process of creating a bid to bring the NFL draft to Kansas City. At this point, the draft had only been held in three cities before. New York for half a century, Chicago in 2015 and 2016, and Philadelphia in 2017. In November of 2017, a small, highly curated group of Kansas City leaders had one hour to convince the NFL we deserve to host. Chiefs President Mark Donovan, then City Manager Troy Schulte, and Kansas City Sports Commission President and CEO Kathy Nelson worked tirelessly to make their case. They rehearsed, and rehearsed, and rehearsed
0: some more. Really just our staff. We sat in our conference room And had other people, we'd go through the slide and Mark would say, okay, I will introduce this slide and I'll talk about this. So we knew exactly, you know, really just like a play. We knew whose speaking role happened at what time. Um, We also then had our staff kind of uh, send questions our way or they'd sit there and ask us questions live. uh, What about this? What about that? And just needing
1: to prepare and rehearse what our responses would be. The group would have 40 minutes to make their pitch to an NFL committee in New York, followed by 20 minutes of questions. That was a
0: a typical, it, it was kind of similar to what we do for Big 12, NCAA, Olympic style of events, where we went in and had to do a little bit about why Kansas City, what we offer, what we would do for the event, and who's involved. We had put together a little two-minute sizzle reel on Kansas City, but it was truly the draft sizzle, sizzle reel. We, we wouldn't have shown just a generic Kansas City sizzle reel. Um, we were coming off the success of Big 12 and other things. So we were able to pull some great footage. Of course, the parade footage was very helpful, but we that was our presentation we rehearse I'm all about rehearsing we we rehearse the parade in advance like we rehearse because anything could happen so we rehearsed Mark and Troy and I rehearsed many times before we got on that 5 a.m flight to New York
1: Bright and early, Wednesday morning, November 17th of 2017, Nelson, Schulte, and Donovan hop on their flight, well-rehearsed and ready to advocate for Kansas City as a host site. The
0: plane had lost heat, so on the way to New York, it was miserably cold on the flight to New York, and it was so crazy. Uh, Troy was, like, back there, you know, just huddled up. And I thought, at least we're awake and sharp right now. But my feet, it was miserable getting to New York. It was a direct flight, but the plane didn't have heat that morning for some odd reason. There's always nerves. I mean, my dad would say, if you're nervous, that means you care. So, absolutely, there were nerves. I think, I believe Mark and Troy were probably a little nervous, too, because it was an unexpected situation. We arrive in New York and jumped into a car and got over to the nfl headquarters and traffic was bad and i think that made us all a little more anxious as
1: well like we can't be late and we weren't whatever image you have in your head of a penthouse conference room floor length windows letting in sunlight a beautiful view of the new york city skyline get rid of it this was not that no no we were there were no windows
0: um the nfl doesn't have the entire building but they have quite a few floors in that building and downstairs they have a lot of their breakout conference rooms so we went down and it was still beautiful they had all the helmets on a wall I mean I saved my pictures from that day Um, and we went down and and we were just in this weird hallway with no windows you couldn't tell what the weather was like outside and they walked us down the hall and into a room and uh, it was a You know, significant size room, but there were probably 30
1: people in there. There are 27 people from the NFL that were ready to listen to us. There were a few other people there too, though. The competition. After all, Kansas City wasn't the only city wanting to host an event that draws hundreds of thousands of visitors, hauls in millions in economic lift, and provides priceless exposure. And I saw some of my counterparts from other cities. I saw
0: Seattle and Houston. Um, There was somebody else maybe Anyhow, yeah, I thought, oh, great. You know, now we're competing against them. So that was difficult to see and hear, but we're all friends. So it's friendly competition. But at the same time, I knew I had my work cut out for me. And I think the NFL at that time wasn't quite sure if they were awarding one year, two years, the next four years. This was still so new to them. So I figured we had a pretty good shot. And now I know that they, Houston, especially Janice, like when I saw you, that you were. Um, right before me, she thought, oh, great, it's hard to follow Kansas City. And that made me feel a lot better after the fact. You know, I think we all have started to figure out how to attract these types of events. And Kansas City has a special heart to it. And there's Chiefs Kingdom. You don't hear that much about the Texans. There's not a tech, right? And so I think she thought, oh my gosh, the history of the Chiefs,
1: the passion of the Chiefs, the passion of our city, that she knew she had her work cut out just like I did. In this dark, windowless room, 27 NFL employees watched as the trio from Kansas City made their case. It didn't go perfectly, but when does anything work out exactly as you expect it to? So it was funny. We had... A couple different,
0: two different presentations. They were all the same details. We just had a couple different pictures in them. And one was going to be funny, and that we had a slide put up about welcoming. Uh, NFL fans and it was a picture of a Green Bay football player jumping into the stands and I said you know I want you to know we're here to welcome all fans but then we had the exact same slide with the Chiefs player jumping the exact same way and for some reason we ended up the wrong presentation played so I had the Green Bay player but I didn't have the Chiefs slide behind it I'm like uh-oh so we just kept rolling uh, and you know it was pretty smooth the video played great You could see their smiles. Uh, They, of course, all adored Mark and uh, Troy. We introduced Troy. And I think for me, the biggest takeaway, the room was set up in a U-shaped table, and I didn't know any of them. I'd never met any of the NFL event staff. And there were executives and middle management, and everyone that had a hands-on on the draft was sitting there. And I kicked us off, and I I said, you know, how many of you have been to Kansas City? And I assumed everybody's hand would go up, and three people raised their hand. And I remember a little panic setting in, and I was really surprised that only three people, but they're the NFL events. They don't belong to a club. They don't go to games. They're there to produce a Super Bowl, a Pro Bowl, and the draft. And that's when I knew, well, now we really have to sell Kansas City. Our approach was different. And that we knew we had to sell Kansas City. The presentation was what it was at that point. We
1: needed to get them here. And that was obvious coming out of that meeting. After answering a few questions and giving their courtesies, Kansas City's trio says goodbye.
0: Pretty typical in a sports type of bid setting. Thanks so much. They ask a few questions. I don't, re- I don't even remember what the questions were. And then it came back to, we'll be in touch We'll continue communicating. We'll let you know what other questions we might have. And then we jumped back on a plane and flew back to Kansas City. We hadn't told anyone that we were going. Our staffs knew, but nobody else knew. And we land back in Kansas City and there were cameras outside of the wall, you know, a KCI setup. And I looked at Troy. I'm like that's weird. I wonder what's happening. And Troy goes, well, when we got on the plane at 5 a.m. this morning, I tweeted, off to New York. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. So, of course, we're exhausted. And Troy goes, you better take these interviews. I'm like, no, no, this is your problem you had made. You take the interviews. The next thing I know, Mark has disappeared. I'm in the hall with Troy. And, and Troy's so tall. And I just looked up at him I'm like, this, this is your problem. <laughs> so that was kind of a funny way to end the day. And he said,
1: yeah, I guess I didn't really think through about tweeting at 5 a.m. that we were on a flight. This was that tweet from Schulte's Twitter account at that time, at Casey Mo Manager. 5.16 a.m. November 15, 2017. Quote, early morning flight with at KCI Airport and at Sport KC, which is the sports commission. And at Chiefs to sell at NFL on hosting 2019 or 2020 hashtag NFL draft in hashtag Kansas City exclamation points. There were maybe two or three cameras
0: there, and I said, I, I thought we all decided not to share this and because I wasn't thinking this morning at 5 a.m. So, I maybe I may have done one, but he took most of them. But yeah, we just went up to tell them our interest and share that what our city could provide. I think most knew that maybe we were considering it. You know, we weren't shy about. I mean, you can't be shy. You got to push your way into those types of conversations and situations. Um, Nobody knew that day was our pitch.
2: Today, we wanted to announce that we're going to take the NFL draft in 2020 to Las Vegas. In addition, we also uh, awarded uh, the 2019 draft to Nashville. They picked Vegas. Now, nobody was surprised they were going to pick Las Vegas. First of all, I love Las Vegas. (laughs) It's a great place to go for about two days and maybe three nights which is exactly how long the NFL draft is, right? A couple nights, three days, and then you leave, right? Before it becomes part of you. And uh, nobody was surprised. It was a brand new NFL city, of course.
0: With a lot of these events, even with NCAA, um, although the NCAA has gotten very savvy about how they release these, we with the NCAA, you bid on a four-year cycle, and then they will say, they'll announce it live immediately with all the championships. And which cities and then they call you if you had been bidding on it they call you immediately after the announcement and say well here's why you didn't get this this is what you need to do next time and the nfl was getting to be that way as well of this you know this is exactly why we selected these cities here's what's happening here's what needs to happen next so we're kind of in in the know we weren't we did know in advance of the december announcement that it wasn't going to be us um, not too far in advance. So. There are a lot of conversations happening behind the scenes that the public doesn't know about and doesn't need to know about, right? So, yes, we, we found out that we were not awarded that next grouping of those years. And, and it's kind of a blur, quite honestly. Then what's next for us? And then and I, I'm that type of person that no no isn't no, it's not yet. So then
1: what do we need to do to fix this? And that's when we really jumped in. Let's formally introduce Greg Graves here. He's the former Burns & McDonnell CEO of 13 years. The Kansas City-based architecture and engineering company blossomed during his tenure.
2: Sly James has asked me for big and small favors over time and and me in reverse, and he'll usually do it over a text or a scotch after after work uh, at Westport, which was our favorite place and uh, never stopped dreaming about what Kansas City can be.
1: This is about the time then Kansas City Mayor Sly James asked him a favor.
2: I remember the day that uh, Sly James asked me if I would co-chair the proposal to bring the NFL draft to Kansas City. And he's always looking for someone to do a lot of work for free. And uh, I'm always one that's willing to do a lot of work for free, especially if it helps Kansas City. And we started lining up the dates Mark Donovan was involved, Clark Hahn, of course, and then all things around sports in Kansas City revolve around Kathy. That's, that's just the way it goes. Um, she is Kansas City's sports town when it comes to us hosting anything from a middle school wrestling tournament to as big as someday a Super Bowl or even bigger, a World Cup. And uh, I immediately said yes and we all we really did was started counting down what are the years that the draft has already picked, who are our biggest competition, and how do we convince the NFL that we can accomplish anything.
0: up in our next episode it was full on we need to prove now why they need
1: to be here the group regroups after an initial rejection how nelson and company pick up the pieces and go for attempt number two this time on their own turf